Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Walkway to Fight Club. I am Steven Mulehausen, and it's been a weird five days, but I want to give, want to appreciate everyone for who watched the Elimination Chamber reaction show on Twitter, Instagram Live, and YouTube. I didn't know the kind of audience I would expect. It's kind of more of to me it was more of a trial run so i was really glad to do it really glad to get some kinks out i'm still getting the kinks out and it it's going to take me a bit to kind of get back in the podcasting routine this is what i love to do and this is what i wish i hadn't stopped doing but was hand was kind of forced in that way but we're pre-recording this you can this will be up a little bit on youtube so if you're watching on youtube make sure you watch make sure you subscribe to the channel also, this will be available on Twitter. This will also be available on Instagram. This will all, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut up some clips, put them up on various social media platforms as well. If you're not following on Twitter, at smealhausenjr. Also, if we're on same thing with my Instagram and same thing with my TikTok. It's S M U E H L H A U S E N J R. Was trying been trying to balance out how I really want to do this. Do I want to do it every Raw, SmackDown, da 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 And my answer to that is no. And this is why. That space is very diluted. There's already a lot of established very established platforms out there in that space. The Fightfuls, the Wrestling Observers, Wrestle purists, guys like cats like that, Body Slam, Wrestling Inc. Not really, I don't want to waste time. Not, I mean, it's not a waste of time because those do very well for those particular sites. But in, I will do them for special moments during those shows, like Take Sting's Retirement Show, Final Dynamite, which will be tonight, Wednesday night. Whenever you watch this, it'll be Wednesday probably do a little bit of a i'll do a pod tomorrow morning but beyond that it's just really gonna be like smackdown we'll do something for, i'll do something friday after the rock will be on smackdown we'll talk about it see what the rock's got to say we'll kind of break that down and then we'll but it's gonna be moments like that not like i'm not gonna stay here and take an hour and a half and go through breakdowns we're gonna do we're gonna do those i'm gonna take special moments of where we're doing Watching back pay-per-views. Did a couple of those back in the day, and those did well. So I think I'm going to go back to doing those as well. Do watch-alongs, because those are fun. I think we're going to do, and that's going to be for UFC, and that's also going to be for boxing, and it'll be for pro wrestling. We will do. I will do one Sunday for Revolution. I think that'll be very fun. I'm going to have a ton of fun. I'm, gonna, I'm working on a guest. I have a guest on with me, because I think having people along with you for the ride. You can tell stories, talk about what's going on in wrestling. He kind of really just BS and you can have a ton of fun. So that is the working plan now for Sunday. So we're going to have some fun here because to me, this is what it's all about at the end of the day. I'm going to go for the pay-per-views. We'll watch stuff from like watch alongs. We'll do stuff from like 25, 30 years ago. Like you look at this month, you got the key ones, WrestleMania 10. Brett and Owen, I think that's a very special moment in time. 
You had the title change. Yeah, two title match, two WWE title matches. Bret Hart walks out of Madison Square Garden with the WWE title, beating Yokozuna. Owen walks out and walks out of the. Which I always love they do at the Garden. They walk out with those double doors. They walk out, and I thought that was a really cool moment. So we'll have we'll do stuff like that. You got the '99 uncensored. Even though WCW was still in a in a really in decent spot, a very surprisingly successful Super Brawl with Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair, they went back to it because of that crappy finish. They're like, crap, people want Flair with the belt. Let's do steel cage, barbed wire at the top, which for the time was creative. But if you really thought Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair were going to battle it out on the top of the cage and bleed to death, you had another thing coming to you. And then another – what plagued WCW was uncreative finishes. So stuff like that, WrestleMania – I think we're at WrestleMania yeah, – oh, God, what was it? 15? Very – that was a very interesting WrestleMania. So I think a couple watch-alongs with those, the anniversaries of those shows at that time, those were fun to do then, and I think those are going to be fun to do now. So I'm going to kind of really block out some time and take a look back on the old Peacock, and we will do that, and I'll give a shout-out to Peacock. But that's – and then interviews. I got a couple interviews I had in the can when I was at the zone. And so very interesting interviews, and I'm going to run them this weekend, next week. An interview I did with Tyrus, which is still very evergreen. And one with Simon Gotch from TNA Wrestling. So we're gonna, I'm gonna run those. I'm gonna let the respective parties know, hey, this is what's going on. I got laid off. I'm running them here. And also, what I'm gonna do is do blocks of airing old interviews. Some of them are video, some of them are not video. We're gonna just kind of sprinkle them out one a week, keep everything active. You know, y'all even cut them up, get some good stuff, and then I'll put them up, put like the best thing up on social. You can watch the interviews because I talk to everybody, and that's not going to change. I've already had a lot of people reach out, and it means a lot. It's been a wild five days. I haven't known what to expect, but a lot of love, a lot of off, some offers already, which always makes me feel good. Um, People looking for me to say something bad on the zone, it's not going to happen. I was grateful for the opportunity. It was a long 10 years at Sporting News slash the zone. Almost 10 years. Nine and almost nine and a half. So I'm always grateful for the journey. I'm always grateful for the time. And I got to do a lot of things and talk to a lot of people that I thought was awesome. And I look back on that time fondly. Always have, always will. But we're out, like I said, I said it on Twitter, said it to people in the industry that have been reaching out. I want to have fun. If you approach me with stuff that's fun, let's do it. Let's freaking go. If it's not fun, I will let you know I am not interested. But if we want to have fun, I'm down for fun. But what we're talking about right now is going to be not fun. As it was reported this morning that pro wrestling legend, I know I put WWE because, because that's what he's most synonymous for. Virgil passes away. The age, I looked at Wikipedia, 
Wikipedia says 61. I I looked at post-wrestling, a great obituary by John Pollock, by the way. So make sure you guys go check that out. And someone else there said he was born in, and I want to make sure I get this date right. A friend of his roommate, Sean Renari, said his birthday was April 7th, 1951. So he was either 61 or 72. Don't really know. So I don't want to speculate on an age, but he did have multiple, multiple health issues within the, in the recent months. And he is survived by Donald and Antoinette Jones. He was born in Wilkinsburg, Pennsylvania. He was one of four children. His close friend and independent referee, Mark Charles III, posted this on Wednesday morning, and it states, My dear friends, it is with great sorrow that I bring the news from the Jones family of the passing of our beloved Michael Jones, whom we know and loved as Virgil Vincent, Soul Trade Jones, and more. Virgil passed away peacefully at the hospital this morning, and I ask that you pray for him and for his family. The wrestling community has really, really come out in full force. WWE has posted a graphic on social media. TNA has done the same. I haven't seen if AEW has. I hadn't looked as of right before I hit the record button. Some different people in the business that I, I've seen. Matt Hardy, uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. I really haven't seen much else yet. I really haven't scrolled. But those were a couple that I re- just retweeted from my Twitter. I'm not calling it X. Sorry. Not happening anytime soon. But we all remember him as Virgil. He came in to the WWF. He came in from Memphis. Came in from the AWA. He came in with being Ted DiBiase. At the time, it's hard to say. Do you want to call it servant? Do you want to call it butler? I call it as his bodyguard. That's what I I call it as. He would always massage his feet, clean his boots. Whatever DiBiase really needed, that was basically what Virgil did. Today, that gimmick doesn't fly. In the late 80s, that gimmick definitely worked. But for all the baby faces, Hogan, Savage, Warrior, Andre the Giant, all the top feuds he was involved with DiBiase, including the big title change when Hogan lost to Andre in Indianapolis in the main event from Indianapolis in February of 88. Big part of the WrestleMania 4 main event when it seemed like DiBiase was being groomed for the title. WWE switched course, went with Randy Savage, and Savage and DiBiase had a long and very profitable house show run during the year of 1988. But then the split did happen. They broke apart in 91. Virgil ended up teaming with all people. (laughs) Roddy Piper, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, WrestleMania 7, by far. A big moment for Virgil, won by countout against DiBiase for the million-dollar title. He did win that title, and I was re-watching that video earlier. It was from SummerSlam 91 at MSG with Virgil winning the title. And I forget what Twitter account was. I think it was the history of WWF. Roddy Piper just carried that brought that part of the match, that, that match in particular. Just get, like, the genuine excitement that he had in admiration he had for Virgil. And the, the crowd popped. crowd was huge. They were definitely behind the gimmick in NYC. 
He did lose the title to DiBiase in November of 91 on the Survivor Series special showdown special in New York. And just kind of really after that, really just toiled. Mid-card mediocrity. Was in an eight-man tag at WrestleMania 8. Then his really last big match in WWE was, well, I remember this because I remember watching it with my cousins when he faced Bret Hart, when Hart had just won the WWE title and an addition of superstars in Terre Haute, Indiana. Then he just left WWE. And then in 96, debuted in the NWO. And he was named Vincent. And before we go further, it was just kind of really a spoof on Vince McMahon. Just like the same reason he was called Virgil. It was after Dusty Rhodes. And, you know, and I should just say now, favorite moments. These are definitely some of my favorites right here. Like the moment with at SummerSlam with DiBiase. I always remember the debut of the NWO because he came out. And, like, it took a long time, and it's like, where's Vincent? Where is he at? Vince, where are you? Comes out to a pretty good pop in 96. It's when the NWO, it was really, it was DiBiase, Giant, Hogan, Hall, Nash. Bischoff wasn't a part of the part of the crew yet, and here he came, strolling out, strutting his stuff, and there was Virgil. Kind of loud pop. Crowd was chanting Virgil. So it was just kind of, you know, more of taking the characters. Um. He really didn't do nothing. It was just kind of more because it was someone Hogan liked. Someone Hogan felt. It was a whole thing with Hogan, and Eric Bischoff has said this on his 83 Weeks podcast. Wanted to make Hogan comfortable with people Hogan knew and he wanted to associate with. He was one of those guys. And you got to really, you know, he didn't do nothing memorable in WCW. It wasn't like he had this historic run. He won the world title, won a TV title. He didn't wrestle for world titles. It was, he was the NWO lackey, but he had a job. And there's, I can never, ever begrudge a talent for having a job. If you are getting paid. Regardless of what you're doing, who am I to say, screw you, man? But some stuff, we'll go over a couple of things here. Like in 99, he faced for the battle of the NWO black and white. And I remember that because when the NWO went to Wolfpack, black and white, who was the leader? Was it Stevie Ray? Was it Vincent? And Hogan's like, really kind of just like, eh, I don't really care. I want to see you guys just bicker and knock it off. So he had a couple couple things with Stevie Ray. Stevie Ray won both times. And then what I really liked, once he broke out of that, and I forgot about this, and I watched a couple clips really quick on YouTube, he was Curly Bill in the West Texas Rednecks with Kurt Henning, Bobby Duncan Jr., and the Wyndham Brothers. Just absolutely wonderful. Final character in WCW was Mr. Jones, as he was, paired, he was aligned with Ernest Miller. His final match was on April 8th of 2000, right before the relaunch of the company under Vince Russo and Eric Bischoff. He did make a very, very, very brief return to WWE in 2010 with Ted DiBiase Jr. But then DiBiase ditched him, went with Maurice, and he even wrestled on a Raw that following June with DiBiase against the Big Show and guest host Mark Feinstein. But then it was just, the, then from what I heard and what I would 
talking to different people in the business, what he really did after that was just on the indies, selling eight by tens, living off the name, which, hey, you got a name. You were Virgil. You were big in that heyday, in that era, big in the Attitude Era. You had a good run with the NWO. And it was just really, he was a hustler. And there are, you can't be crazy. That's what wrestlers are. When you get to that point, when you're in the indie circuit, you can't really compete in the ring anymore. That's what you really do. Did a couple little things in AEW with Chris Jericho and the inner circle. I thought they were kind of, I thought they were pretty funny. Did some stuff with GCW in their spring, spring break events, preparing at their first three events. And then his really last notable thing he did in the business was being a part of Matt Cardona's entrance at the at the world on the GCW pay-per-view from the Hammerstein Ballroom. You know, that was really his last big significant contribution to the business. 2022, that's when he stopped. His health really started declining, and it was like, remember he had some GoFundMes. I remember Jericho donated a lot of money for him. He suffered two strokes. He was dealing with dementia. So just a really, you know, one of the good ones. In the business, you could say, Yeah, well, look at his runs. Look at you know, he was mocked, he was given the name of the real name of Dusty Rhodes, and then he was mocked. They were he did like a mock thing of Vince McMahon. Sure, you want to say that, whatever, I get it. That's but should that be his lasting legacy because of names he was given by Vince McMahon, the names he was given by Eric Bischoff. No. He still worked very hard. Better in-ring talent than he was given credit for, I really felt like. But his lasting legacy will be, unfortunately, like it or not, the la- Virgil's lasting legacy will be the bodyguard for the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Will be known as, you know, like an inside dig at Dusty Rhodes, an inside dig at Vince McMahon. It's unfortunate. That sucks. But you look at the love he's getting today, and I think that's awesome. That shows he made a significant contribution to the business. I, I, really, I really, really think he did. And my heart goes out to his friends, his family. Everyone in wrestling, you always feel it's like a kinship in wrestling. When someone passes away, it's, it is sad, you know, because that's my childhood. I grew up, started watching in 86, 87. It was right when I was a youngster and really getting into the business and watching it for what it was. And, you know, I've been watching almost 40 years, you know, I'm just watching since I was a little guy and getting my kids to, to watch whether it's AEW or WWE, TNA, New Japan. You know, you always feel like, hey, he was a part of me. That's how I feel. Maybe I'm totally wrong. But that is definitely it for today. I want to thank you guys so much. It is greatly appreciated. Don't forget, subscribe to the Walkway to Fight Club on on YouTube here. Just hit that subscribe button. Leave a question or comment. And please, please, please leave a thumbs up. Is that how the video gets noticed? More leave comments, questions. I will answer them all for YouTube, on Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Jr. Yes, I will have a graphic. They will say that right there. I promise I'm going to have someone make a couple little graphics for me. 
but at Smuelhausen, J-R, that's S-M-U-E-H-L-H-A-U-S-E-N-J-R. I'm going to do a short video. I'll have another video for you guys tomorrow morning, as it will be talking about the final AEW Dynamite for Sting. It's his final match is coming up at Revolution this Sunday as him and Darby Allen defend the AEW World Tag Team titles against Matthew and Nicholas Jackson, the Young Bucks. Read the Young Bucks article today, by the way, by uh, my man Justin Barrasso from Sports Illustrated. Really, 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 really good stuff with that. I also have tomorrow, I'm going to be on the call with Tony Khan as he'll be talking about Revolution. Hopefully I get a question. Now that I'm not with a big outlet, I don't know what they're going to do. But I'm Steven freaking Mulehausen. So we will definitely see what happens with that as I'm looking forward to being on the call tomorrow. But thank you so much. It means a lot. For, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, this is also going to be on audio. I'm going to have this up on audio as well. Just type in Walkway to Fight Club. Download, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all your favorite podcasting platforms. Thank you so much. This is Stephen Mulehausen, and I will talk to you guys later.